Hello and welcome to Peanut Pie. Hello all, welcome back to Peanut Pie. Uh, my name is Henry, and today we are going to be discussing the second season of Once Upon a Time, the second season of Peanut Pie. Uh, super exciting, fun season, a lot to talk about, um, and here to discuss it with me is... Emily! <laughs> all right okay. Woo! emily is here yes. in the house uh, charlie the dog charlie charlie, charlie is, with us. is almost on um, top of the microphone yeah that might she's be a problem worthy. she's she is, worthy. she's worthy of the microphone uh, also i do have to say uh <laughs> both times so i just recorded the intro uh like you know and here to discuss it with me is <laughs> and then you know Emily, but both times I stopped recording and so I could let it process so I could like put it in those little like before the little sound effects like uh and she she just started talking. Uh, well, I wanted we to say recording. my name. I was like and here with me is and I said Emily and he was like, "Oh no, no, wait." I'm <laughs> recording when I'm recording. Yeah. He didn't need me here for that. But no. that's okay. That's okay cuz we're discussing Once Upon a Time season 2 today. Um I'm eager to like say something initially about it. Uh, well, how about you say that initially, right after some quick announcements. One, uh, I, all of these announcements were in our TVST of the first WandaVision episode, but in case you didn't hear that, um, we're not monetizing episodes anymore, because why would you do that? Uh, and, um, no more Patreon, and we have a giveaway for a Soul Funko Pop, and you can enter that by going to uh, Apple Podcasts and leaving us a review if you live in the U.S. and send us an email with the name you went under when you left the review uh, and you can get a free Funko Pop of Moonwind from Seoul. Alright, with that out of the way. Yeah, but I have to correct you. Please leave a review if you're from out of the United States, too. The problem is we just can't get you the Funko Pop. But we want reviews from all over and we really appreciate it. Yeah, we we love all of your reviews. I read them all and so far there's been one from my brother in Marvel Forma and Hamil Turtle, who shout out to Hamil Turtle, by the way. Um, I don't know if you're listening to today's episode because it's kind of I an ex- obscure topic. I think he topic. should be a guest. I really do. I think yeah, we should we should have Hamil Turtle on. Yeah, I do. That would be so fun. So <laughs> uh-huh. Hamil Turtle, get ready. So I think the other thing I want to um, not correct, but addendum to what you said as far as your announcements is it's not that you're against advertisements is that right now you're still kind of this is like a building podcast definitely and there's no point in wasting time on advertisements when there's really not much monetary value in them definitely. so you are going to rethink that when this podcast goes yeah well once this podcast <laughs> explodes <laughs> charlie just jumped up when you went to, when you said boo. but so, if this podcast ever becomes as big as like you know the the Logan Paul or Jake Paul or whatever it is podcast. Oh, advertisements will be back. No, Seth Rogen. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. But Just basically, Henry will sell out to the man eventually, so <laughs> he's not trying to bust on podcasts mm-hmm. with advertisements. Mm-hmm. We know all about the man. We just watched School of Rock recently. <laughs> oh, so, <man>. anyways, we <laughs> just oh, we just we went do down podcast on School of Rock. We should do that definitely. Yeah, okay, that was but fun. um, anyways, that was that that three minute conversation with announcements and stuff. All to tell you that today we're going to be discussing Once Upon a Time, Season 2. Um, and I was really surprised. Like, you know, it's not like the Once Upon a Team Time... Once Upon a Team. <laughs> Once Upon a Time Season 1 review did, like, well. But, like, considering the fact that this is kind of 
an obscure fandom covering the first season of a show that aired in 2012. Yeah. Like, uh, the fact that, you know, it got as many plays as it did was a little bit surprising, but uh, we're here to talk about the second season of it in the second season of Peanut Pie. We're just a little slow. We're just a little slow. We can't keep up with all the pop culture. So I have to, my very first thing I want to say is like, I agree with the naysayers that, you know, this whole um, program does weave a thread that gets a little bit redundant. And it's like, okay, Cora. That's one of my notes as well. Yeah. So Cora is, you know, Cora's going to be bad and the evil queen's going to be bad and they're not going away. Like they get like, you know, 95% defeated and then they pop back up. Uh, so well, no, Cora. Cora Her, just yeah, died halfway Cora, through the I know. season. Well, okay, except for Cora. Okay, but let's talk about Evil Queen and Snow White. I feel like they just have to reinvent the wheel all the time. That when totally. we started this season, I was really not wanting to watch it because I didn't, I didn't want to watch seven. How many seasons? Seven. Seven, <laughs> seven seasons, seasons of reinventing the wheel. So I went in very begrudgingly. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. And um, but then what happened was. It like picked back up a little bit, or maybe I just got into that whole cycle of, you know, I just decided that I like the spinning sameness with a little tweak here and there. So I do have to say, I get the neg- naysayers. I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know many naysayers personally, but uh, I, I totally get where you're coming from. For me, it was uh, the redundantness actually came from Snow White and Prince Charming. Snow White's like, yes. oh no, I don't want to do it. Prince Charming's like, you must. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then she's like, oh, I'm sad now. Why did I do it? And she's like, it's okay, but there's yeah. always a better way. And he's like, oh, I should do it. And he's like, yes, no, no, you shouldn't. Wait, you should. And then, yeah. okay, I'm going to do yeah, it. Exactly. Oh, wait, now You're I should have right. done You're it. You're right. They're cheesy times uh, 10. They're definitely. cheesy times. They're exponentially cheesy all the time. All that and to then, say, oh, though, it yeah. was an, I love this season. I love this show. It's, yeah. I always want to, you know, what, once I finish an episode, I'm like, well, let's just watch the next one. It was, it was fun. Right. And, and Rumpelstiltskin never fails. Like he does a mm. good job. His character is worth watching. I have some things to say about him and Hook later on as well. Oh, I think gosh, where do you want to start? There's so much. There's so much. Okay. Can we start with the, uh, the villain fake out? Can I just say, cause from episode one of season one, you're like, okay, so Korra is going to be the villain of this season. The finale is going to be fighting Korra. And then halfway through the season, Snow just kills Korra by, like, tricking Regina. And that's pretty big. We're, on the we're talking about season two. Uh, I, thought said, I thought you said season one. Oh, okay, I, didn't, season. I didn't mean season No, one, I maybe I heard you wrong. But there's this big villain fake out. And then I watch Korra die, and I'm like, well, first off, are they really killing off a character? Because <laughs> yeah, that's cause... just weird for once upon a time. <laughs> Like, is that person dead? Especially the especially the evil people. They don't oh, kill the evil yeah. people. Um, or any people. Oh just, come on, they, just they don't kill. People. Oh, they totally killed the the um. Hold on, let me the get the hunter his name. in season one. Yeah, no, no, no. Right at the end, Gosh. Bellfire. The oh, Bellfire. I'll get uh, like Cra- Craig's dad, Tamara, Tamara, and what was the guy's name with Tamara? The two. People yeah, that came to destroy the magic. Owen? Owen? Owen was Corey his name when he's a something. kid. Yeah, yeah, okay, when he was a kid. But anyway, his dad did get killed. I mean, they dug up the skeleton. Yeah, but, like, we only got to see him for one episode. When it comes I know, to, but like, he was obviously a good dad taking his oh, kid no. camping. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're just not killing off the bad people. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. So Cora was a shock. Yeah, totally. But the fact that our only example of a dead person can be, like, 
one character who showed up for a couple episodes in season one and a character who showed up for one episode in season two, it was really like, whoa, they just killed a character. Like, I don't think uh, Bellfire... Oh, by the way, I feel like we should mention this. Uh, we haven't... Se- we're watching this show. We haven't seen any of seasons three through seven. We're not like... We haven't seen the yeah, entire show. Yeah, so no show. spoilers when you do reviews. No spoilers for season, season three. Because, you know, Henry... If the next five years, we'll get through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with, with you. Um. <laughs> so anyway, we don't know the outcome of Bay of Bellfire. Oh, no, no. We know. He is alive He's and well. He's so not dead. If you don't see yeah. someone die, they are alive. And especially at the end there, you see him picked up by those, like, Neverland people. But it's so funny because he actually got shot and was dying and got pushed to another world. But we still know he's alive because nobody dies. Nobody dies. Oh, we do see him on the beach. Yeah, we see him yeah, get picked up by the Nobody dies. Nobody dies, guys. <laughs> Um, hey, nobody dies, guys. It's an incredible message for the for the real world, too. Nobody is ever dead. Yay! <laughs> Not in the middle of a pandemic or anything. Yay! Yay. No. Okay, okay, stop. Uh, that was bad. Um, no, it's very sad. Anyway, yeah. it's very not real world. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... It's very cheesy. Fairy tale very land. Cheesy. I mean, it's fairy tale land. It goes yeah. with fairy tale land. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, can, can we take a second to talk about uh, Captain Hook? Because, for me, this character of Captain Hook, like, uh, I don't want to say relatable, because that's kind of weird. He's, like, a villain in the season. But the fact that, like, all these characters are, like, dying for what they believe in or have these grand schemes or causes. And then Hook's like, yeah, yeah, I kind of have an objective, but I don't want to, like, die. That's my main objective. And I'm like, thank you. Finally, a character who is not willing to just die for anything they care about, like, you know, I'm yeah. like, yeah, you well, value and, your life. Good and for Hook you. comes around, like, Hook is extremely likable at the end of this season. He's likable from the beginning. He, he is. On what side he's on. Exactly. And, you know, you can see that Hook's got this whole, the fact that he was truly in love with Rumpelstiltskin's wife, which, you know, isn't really, you know, normally a great thing, but well, you can Rumpelstiltskin's wife was in love with him. That's exactly, another big thing. Exactly. It wasn't totally his fault. So he does have this, you know, you do feel like he knows how to love. It's not like a creature who who hasn't experienced love. And then we get to see another soft side of him when he um, starts to get attached to Bay. Um, and mm-hmm, then yeah. on the ship, and then Bay totally denounces him, but you can tell he still is attached to him. Yeah, and then Hook just gets rid of Bay. And since Bay off to Neverland, by the way, Bay is quite obviously Peter Pan, but uh, and I think we predicted that in in season I don't know. one. I'm not getting that though. I'm not getting him to be. I'm not well, in agreement with that. Yeah, I thought that was really strange. I want to talk about their takes on a lot of these classic fairy tales. But why do you think Bay's Peter Pan? I never got that. Well, so he was. He kind of have. A, he now has a rivalry with Captain Hook. He's gonna get taken off by the Shadow. He's but still he's, pretty young, and he's he kind of Captain grow Hook's in, stepson. You know, no, but yeah, no he is because Captain Hook fell in love with his mother. Well, the evil queen is the step like well is really close with like they just okay. We'll see how it plays out. I don't see Bay as Peter Pan. <laughs> in a world I do where Red talk... Riding in the world where Red Riding Hood can also be a werewolf, anything is possible. That's I all know. I'm gonna say. Well, I did want to talk about Peter Pan because I'm kind of like not enjoying the whole Peter Pan spin like. They've made him really evil. His shadow, he abducts children in the middle of the night and takes them to <laughs> Neverland. You know what? It's like Pinocchio when they take 
Pinocchio and um, they take all these kids and trick them into going to like this permanent carnival where they turn into pigs. Mm. Like, and, and I feel like they've turned Peter Pan into this. Like, okay, so okay. as a child who loves Peter Pan and the concept of Neverland, they just went too far. That's too dark. I really hope in season three, we can get a positive spin on how <laughs> Peter Pan gets fixed and his shadow becomes back attached or whatever. But Peter Pan is hey, not a let, soul stealer. Just... Let's just talk about Too Dark for a second. I believe in season one, we get to watch Red Riding Hood uh, tie a man to a oh. tree and then say, you're going to turn into a werewolf, but I'll be here with you. And then she turns into a werewolf and then he's tied to a tree and then she just eats him. Like, yeah, okay, that's pretty good. Or yeah. how about this? How about Rumpelstiltskin? Okay, so people are dying. Yes, we were talking Rumpel about people not dying. That is true. <laughs> people die. Rumpelstiltskin as the beast. You just kind of get to casually walk out of a room with a bloody knife and like blood on like his like, uh, yeah, it's you know, not really apron, PG. He's like, yeah, man, I just walked into that room and did some torturing. Like it's a dark show. Yeah, and Rumpelstiltskin tries to kill his grandson in this season. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was super weird. Like watching the rope slowly. Oh. Yeah. And the fact that it wasn't like a snap decision, it was a planned, methodical, he went there to kill him. Oh, yeah. It was, he was, it wasn't a quick, you know, he over and over wanted that rope to break. That was pretty dark too. Yeah, it's a pretty dark <laughs> there show. Were, it's a pretty dark show. Uh, yeah, I think I, I'm trying to look at, um, I wanted to go back and make sure. Yeah, so I'm not real excited about Peter Pan. I don't think, no, I don't think he's connected to, to Bay because Peter Pan is just too dark for me right no, now. No, it's okay. I don't think... The shadow is not Peter Pan. Peter Pan, I thought, was was a bay. I'm pretty sure next season we're gonna I mean, Bellfire Bay, uh was just dropped off in Neverland and he sees all these people in Neverland. I'm pretty sure next season we're gonna get him reuniting with these other lost boys and they're gonna be like, Hey, how'd you make it out? Like, uh, because he's oh. Peter Pan. Peter Pan ended up making it out. Um and you're right. Got a rivalry yeah. and hook along you know the way. what? You're making so much sense now. And everybody who's seen season three is like, oh, you finally got it. You finally got it, guys. So but anyway, but I get it. it. I get it now because the shadow is devious and deviant. And the Peter Pan that I know has to constantly keep the shadow in check. So maybe, hey. Hey, they, maybe there's some compromise he makes with the shadow and the shadow does become his shadow and he keeps him in check and the shadows all got whatever he needs fulfilled with his shadow soul because Peter Pan. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Okay, he can be Peter Pan. We'll see how that plays out. I have another thing on the Peter Pan front mm -hmm. though. But it's like so, it's so sad to predict things in a universe that's already set up because you can't be like, oh yeah, I predicted that because then people on the internet are just going to be like, well, you already watched that and that's already known. So you can't like predict no. things in the future. Yeah. Well, hopefully we're wrong and they'll know we're not. Yeah. Hey, but I have to go back on that. The Darling family. Um, I don't Wendy like Darling. Yeah. They're great. But that whole evil spin, you know, the shadow. Ooh, shadow yeah. was kind of cool though. Um, I mean like, and then Hook's shadow betrayal. was really like violent. Like they mm -hmm. should, you can escape the shadow. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Uh, I also have to say, we're just on the note of repeated themes that we were on uh, a good while ago with uh, um, Snow White. They have been, this is like since season one, episode one, going back on forth, Rumpelstiltskin being good and bad. He's like, I'm good. No, I'm bad. No, I'm, I'm pretty good. Like, and he makes you think that he has this like big grand scheme. But if you really break it down, he doesn't really have a big grand scheme. He's like, 
constantly morally conflicted, like at every point in time. Yeah, I do. And I think if it's not, if it's related to Belle, you see his soft spot. And if mm-hmm. it's related to Bay, you can see a soft spot. But then beyond that, he really has no other love affection. Like his grandson, even though he can't connect the grandson, even though he's loves his son bay it doesn't matter that henry's the grandson definitely you know just kind of um well can i move on to a different topic sure so in this season we get to see and we know this is going to play out further and i know you know at home if you've watched this but snow white the big thing that happens in this season is she gets a tainted heart you know so we have this whole she kills cora so she's got this little black spot on her heart and by the end of season two it seems like she's kind of redeemed herself she's trying to do all these things to redeem herself and the, hey, the last few episodes they didn't really even talk about the little black spot on her heart mm-hmm. but we know that that's going to come you know yeah. you know season three we're gonna that's gonna get bigger something's gonna happen with that mm-hmm. okay how did you feel about Tamara as our villain of the season. Um, she was very villainous. Like I had no affection or connection to her ever. Well, like, that, that's good. That's a good villain thing. <laughs> good, good. I don't know. It's kind of fun when you, it's like a Rumpelstiltskin villain. Yeah, and, cheering, cheering. And like I like the evil queen, and I like Rumpelstiltskin. There weren't any characteristics of Cora I was really fond of. I mean, but... uh, not not Cora. Uh, I was talking about our um, Tamara. No, I know, but I'm saying it's really good if you can write a villain so that you can also write it so that the viewers understand them as humans. Mm-hmm. Like to me, like yeah. I could see the I can see the humanity in the Evil Queen. I can see a lot of humanity in Rumpelstiltskin. I don't see any humanity in her. Like maybe mm-hmm. they're going to give us some backstory so we start to connect with her, but there's zero connection. Like she could just like fall off and. Yeah, totally. Not be a character anymore. uh, She, you know, they just have her and Owen's objective very clear. They're just like, we don't want magic. We don't want magic. And then it's it's very Greg, our Craig. I don't know. We might need to look that up. I don't know. All right, I'm pretty well. As a kid, it was it was definitely Owen. Maybe that was his like. Owen is his first name. I do I do remember a Greg though, Owen Greg. Uh, Greg Owen. Or Craig. Um, I can't remember. Craig. But that's okay. We should probably do know these names before we get on. But that's that okay. That is not how peanut pie works. That okay. is not how All this right. people podcast works. But anyway, what were you going to say about him? I don't feel connection to him either. Uh, yeah, like it was, it was, he was fun. He's like, oh, he, he remembers stuff that happened in this car crash. And it's really cool because it's like, oh my gosh, he saw magic what are they gonna do and then they're like wait he saw magic before this so why is this really weird to him if he knows that there's magic here and then it like but he doesn't think it's weird exactly well at first he does at first when he crashes his car he says like i swore i saw a fireball or something uh and then i think we did know about magic previously i think i think we thought in the moment because we didn't know who he was I think we thought he thought it was weird, but really he was in character the whole time. He was playing us. He was playing the audience, but he wasn't pl- he wasn't he had no reason to do that. Like nobody was watching him. because we hadn't figured him out yet. We had not connected him to the little boy yet. Yeah, I just well, we didn't even know there was little boy, but I didn't understand why after that first initial car crash with Belle when she loses her memory and all that, he like looks so shocked and he's on the call with somebody and nobody is around him. And he says, you won't believe what I saw. 
And then it turns out that his objective this entire time, and he knew that. Oh, you're right. So I I didn't really like that. It didn't make much sense to me. Uh, But then when they, you know, do get it revealed as Owen, uh, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, I personally like reveals that have a bit more buildup than just one episode. Um, Like, you know, I would really like to piece this whole puzzle together, like, get that episode with Owen and his dad. Right. And then, like, you know, two or three episodes later, get that scene where he's holding onto the bracelet and being like, I'll find you, Dad. Uh, instead of just getting all of that at once. Right. I agree. So, I don't... I'm trying to think of, you know, some characters we haven't talked about in season two. Emma Swan, I feel like she plays her... her Emma novel. Swan was just kind of there. Yeah, she's she there. was just kind of like there. her biggest thing is she keeps she gets caught in debilitating white lies to Henry. So like she mm-hmm. tells this white lie to try to protect him that his dad is dead, and then he comes to find out his dad's alive, and he meets his dad, and then I don't know Henry becomes a little bit annoying to me because he's such a do-gooder, steady character who loves everybody unconditionally, but he's quick to judge and pass judgment on people who make mistakes. So this season for me, I was kind of like. You know, Henry's so perfect. He's such a great little kid. But then if you cross Henry, it's like, you know, he's not as forgiving as a little. <laughs> yeah. And I get, you know, he the fact that he can't even understand how, because he's so smart. He's so connected. He still gets everything. He gets the big picture. But how come you can't understand that your mom didn't tell you about your dad because she was protecting you? So there's a little totally. bit of like. You know, yeah, like he's a little bit to too that. rigid sometimes in his do good, do good quality, do do goodness, yeah, um, as it were. So, um, let's see. I just talked about Belle. We could talk more about Rumpelstiltskin. I, I can talk more about Hook. Hook. Okay. Like, so it was. I looked up the cast for Once Upon a Time and season, during season one, and let me tell you, that was a mistake because the cast for Once Upon a Time is not the cast for season one of Once Upon a Time. And there were like fifty bajillion characters on that cast. For yeah, I know. For the cast of Once Upon a Time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're gonna get so many people. Um, and then we ended up getting like almost half of them. We got uh the new princess at the beginning. Uh we got Mulan. Mm -hmm. Um we got that other prince who like sacrificed his life, I believe. Oh, we haven't even talked about that world. Yeah, we haven't even talked about that world. And then um, that, that was actually the original world, but the part of it that got saved. Yes. When the curse hit. And then, right? That, yeah, with Korra and stuff. Uh, we haven't even talked about the beanstalks. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, and on, I don't want to say Andre the Giant. That's like a guy in sports or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's such a good character. Uh, but yeah, the, the giant and just all these fun, fun things happen in this season. But I just want to finish up on Hook. Because when it was revealed... That he was Captain Hook. I'm like, oh! Because, you know, when you see a pirate, you're like, oh, it has to be Captain Hook. But then I'm like, wait a second. He has two hands, okay? He hasn't given us a name. Maybe this isn't Captain Hook. And then he loses his hand and he reveals his name. And I'm like, yeah! Yeah, that's um, a good character. And I do like... He was go, fun. Yeah, let's go back to the Giants. I like that backstory. Let's go to the Giants, yeah. I like the backstory. They give a lot of humanity to the Giants and the fact that, you know... We just slaughtered all his family, so of course he's angry. Yep. You know. 
Yeah, but so I mean, the world is bad. Like the, you the, know, the giants. But there's a lot of good. Charming. There's a lot of good. We see it in the characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The giant. The giant works really well, hard. The, to be the good. giant. That giant does. But all the other giants are just like as bad as the humans. They're just like oh, war, fighting. They just want to take us, and we're gonna get them. And then that one giant's like, well, wait, that's can the people we both steal be their right? beans? I mean, I mean, giants have some reason. That is true. So anyway, I like. The, I think the Giants are a huge plus to season two, and really fun. And I, I like that. Um, I loved our uh, main Giants talk with his like family and stuff. He's like, "Hold up, we're just gonna grow all of these and never use any of them." He's just like, "It is our trade," and he's like, "Well, why?" <laughs> uh, I really like that in TV shows when there's like some you know ancient way to do something, and then it gets just questioned. Uh, that's one thing I've loved about the Mandalorian, where it's not like just everyone agrees to this and it's just known as the way, like, you know, we actually get to hear more about it. Yeah. I'm trying to think about how to talk about Belle while you're saying that, because like so. Belle was an interesting character because Okay. It was it was weird. So it didn't connect it really well for me. Like Belle loses her memory and then she turns like well uh, bad girl Belle. Uh she turns into who she was during the curse because Regina uh, gives her some, like, potion thing to look at. Visual potion, that's what I'm going to call it. Uh, And she turns into, like, Lassie. Um, And it it was really interesting, because I believe the episode where we got all about, you know, that and her relationship with Rumpel, it was weird, because you had this, you know, always in each episode, the past is uh, parallel to the present. and watching, like, Rumpel, you know, not kill Gaston. And then Belle's like, uh, you know, you have, you know, you've changed, and I like it. And then in the present, Rumpelstiltskin's just like, all right, I've tried to be good. And then she just, like, takes a guy's tongue out and starts beating him. And she's like, you've changed, and I like it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is not Belle at all. No, and it's almost like, I can't get the I can't get the connection for how he gets her so easily to fall. I guess he's just like, okay, if I'm my worst self, then this worst Belle will be in love with me, and it's better to have Belle any way I can get her. I guess, but there wasn't a moment for me where where I could really understand how they got back together. So that was just kind of like vague, and maybe it's not important. Yeah. Um. But and then th- even turning her back good was kind of. It, it a felt like a moment. little, yeah, it was just like, hey, there's another potion that can immediately undo that. And it just felt like a little I felt plot like that whole story could have been better. The bell in, in season yeah. two could have been better. But um, I, that, that wasn't their focus. I, I did enjoy this season, though, like, and I would, I, I cannot wait to watch season three. Like, you know, I, I feel like we're saying all this negative stuff. For me, at least, I really enjoyed this and can't wait to watch more. Yes. Uh, uh, so I did want to go back and talk about, like, yeah. talk about, like, Rumple still skin trying to kill his grandson. Oh my to god. Me, that was like dark. that that went beyond well, Rumple's normal dark side. Well, first off, can I just say uh the Rumple Stillskin storyline is great and we can touch on that right after we give a quick shout out to not the sponsor of today's episode, but give a shout out to Disney Plus. Because I have to say, after we finished off uh Once Upon a Time season one, Netflix gave us a little warning and they were like, yo. Uh, once upon a time, we're taking it off of Netflix in a matter of days, and we're like, well, we don't want to, we, we don't want to watch this. If we're not going to be able to watch it anymore. Two thousand twelve, though. 
Yeah, it's from 2012. Why are they taking it off now? Because it's been on a while. Yeah, it's been on a while, but, like, it just comes off of Netflix, and I'm like, guess we're not doing a season two review unless we want to, like, buy it on Amazon. And then, all of a sudden, it comes out on Disney+. Plus. So, Disney+, Plus. I know Disney's, like, a big company, but... Thank you, Disney Plus. That was awesome of you to, to save Once Upon a Time Season 2 review. Yes, exactly. Just for us. Mm-hmm. So, oh, but going back to that, and the reason, I guess it's, it's for Rumpelstiltskin, he does everything he can to stay alive and to protect two people that he loves, to protect Belle and to protect Faye. But he, I still think he puts his own life first in front of everybody. That's his whole mantra. And then you've got mm-hmm. That's what makes Hook and uh, Rumpel so likable to me. Like, like, yes, characters who care more than about just, like, this this one thing. They say, you know... This has to be very selfish. Yeah, I love that line from Hook, though, where he comes in and, you know, everybody's uh, at Emma's house. And then they're all like, Hook, I thought you were working for the bad guys. I thought all you cared about was your revenge on Rumple. And he's like, well, yeah, until I learned it would cost me my life. Like, yeah, that was a good line. Yeah, yeah I, I care about my my existence. Right, but I guess we have to remember that Rumpelstiltskin learns that Henry is going to be his demise. Like, his grandson is going to mm-hmm. be the thing that ends him. And do you want to talk about that episode where we learned that with the weird prophecy lady? Because she was just weird. Oh, gosh. That was, she, she was, was just freaky. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, And what was her was, problem? She was... She was like captive and she was hurt i can't even she was like she's a gypsy captive gypsy child yes okay and Uh, spooky and yeah just just all around oh she had the third eye no she had like like one eyes on her hands yeah and then she had that like one eye on her forehead remember uh it just looked weird uh i was not a big fan of that character design but i enjoyed the episode overall i liked the whole rumple plot and then, you know, there will be a child, and it will be your undoing. And then him realizing that's Henry. And, like, well, you're not gonna, you're not gonna kill Henry. And then... Well, maybe killing Henry is his undoing. That's the whole craziness. Like, you don't know what it means you're undoing. Like, maybe well, he's creating well, we, we get we get an answer to that at the end of the season. Um, when he's talking with Belle, and Belle says, you know, can I not come with you? And then he responds, you know... The prophecy said this boy would be my undoing, and it is, because he has to go find Henry. Which, remember at the end of the season, Craig slash Owen and Tamara just took Henry through a portal, so. So is Rumpel going to get Henry to save him or to kill him? I think to save him. Definitely to save him. Uh, But he was just about to kill him, like, in the same episode. He was trying to get, like, to get rid of him. If he wanted to, like, okay, well, they just got rid of him for him. I think he's definitely going to get him. He had, he had like, a, a loving smile. I think... I know, but he's going back and forth. I think, I he's think he could easily turn again. Well, especially... I don't think so. Especially considering the fact... Well, not at least about the undoing thing, at least. Especially because he was, like, talking with Belle. Not Lassie, but Belle. Like, I think he's he's come around to the good himself again. Okay, okay. Well, he goes back and forth. So anyway, in a nutshell, what do we think about season two? I will say I was reluctant to get into it. It took me a few episodes, and then I was happy to watch, and I wanted to get, you mm-hmm. know, I wanted to keep going. Yeah, okay. And, um, you know, the few cheesy, repetitive moments did not, you know. Outweigh the yeah. the, the season overall. Yeah. Um, but I also Thanks. have to say, um, we didn't touch on 
Mulan or that other princess, Aurora. I know, um, so at the beginning, that's why my it, problem it was, is. Well, no, we got them at the end as well. I believe they they are where Tamara and Owen go at the end of the season to that section of So the maybe universe. we'll get some more so, of them in season three. Maybe, maybe not, but oh, definitely. They have to come back in. I think we see them in the last episode. Um, and yeah, I just, I thought they were all well-developed characters. I like Mulan as a fighter, and I felt like they gave um, Aurora enough personality beyond being a fairy tale princess who just Ooh. does good. I'm gonna make a prediction. And this is gonna be fun to do because we really Let's haven't seen yeah. season three. So my prediction is season three, Snow White starts to go down a dark path. Oh, definitely. And the evil queen starts to go down a good path. And we have like, not super good, but good for the evil queen. Mm. And then we have at the end of season three, kind of a moment where all of that's undone. Oh, okay, I, I like that. I just, I think, <laughs> I think that'd be really fun. I was gonna say that, you know, would, would they really make the person with evil in their name be, you'd be the good guy and make the person with Snow White, who just, as a character, be evil, but considering what they've done in the past with what's yeah, but I think they're going to be stuck surprised. in situations. I think they're going to write, you could write the story so they're stuck, it's situational, and you can see how they couldn't make a different decision, and the situations pull them to make choices that they don't want to make, but it's more, you know, okay. a bad outcome like for Snow White and a good outcome for the evil queen, but it's situational. And since it's situational and environmental, something happens at the end that I'm just making, you know, it's fun well, to make I feel predictions. Like, uh, I'd like to wrap up what happened this season first, because what were your opinions on that burning room where, like, you could kind of talk to people, but in a weird way, like, Aurora would go there when she slept. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, Henry, you can go there too now, but you also get fire hurt. And you get burned. And you might die, but maybe not. So, yay. Uh, that was just an was altogether. That was that was bizarre. Um, I'm like, there are so many other ways you could have like a little like telepathic something or like see each other, but like I think the, the burning. They were room. trying to write it like you can't just take this nice hypnotic drug and have this wonderful. They were trying to add a sense of risk. risk. Yeah, 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 risk. yeah. So it's just about uh, the risk. They they wanted to have a sense of risk, and okay. Lastly, how are you about that like? cheap get out when it comes to like the finale like you know regina sacrificing her life emma is down there with regina regina says i'm gonna sacrifice my life and then emma says all right uh i'll let you do this and then she runs back up then everybody comes back down and then they're like emma you have powers right and she's like oh yeah that completely slipped my mind and then they just do it together like i didn't think that was bad i think because emma forgets all the time her powers are new to her she doesn't use them she never used she okay but i felt like it was kind of weird like for her to be like all right well we'll see you later i have powers no or Regina, I not she to had to have her, people or... believe in her i'm gonna go with that i am gonna buy all into the cheesy ending i like some cheese guys i liked it i felt like her powers don't come out her powers only come out when people are believing her and pushing her and reminding her that's when she gets her powers. Totally. She doesn't ever use them on her own or think, oh, I've got a power. I'm going to do that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I liked the ending. It was, it was a, she, as cheesy as it was, it was great for me. 
Well, I think that's what makes, I mean, I think that's why it's and chasing. it's like the it's two fun. mothers, you know, coming together. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they're both, they're both parents for Henry. Okay, uh, one, one last thing about Regina, the evil queen. Her character arc, like, she, she came around at the end there, but she was, like, a really weird kind of evil this, like, season, you know? We learned that she just flat out killed this guy's dad, uh, and then it was, this really hit me, though, in the season when she, in the episode where she's talking to Henry, and she's, like, her views are just so darn twisted. She's like, very dark. She's, yeah. like, no, but you'll love me, because she's gonna cast a spell on him that'll make him love her. Yeah. And I'm, like, oh, my God, this is twisted. Um, just, that was, that was really dark for the character of Regina, um. Yeah, yeah, it was almost surprising how, I mean, she did a 180 to come around at the end and try to sacrifice herself after how dark she was this season. Yeah, in the middle, mm-hmm. middle end. Yeah, uh, but overall right. a great season. Um, and then, any uh, any theories? Theories? Theories for, for future seasons. I gave my predictions. You gave, okay, predictions and theories are the same thing. <laughs> um, I think that uh, Captain Hook, wait, no, we, we, did we, I think don't, don't, Captain don't. Hook is gonna die. My prediction. That's my, that's my big prediction, guys. Uh, and I predict that uh, Bay is definitely alive, and Henry is definitely gonna make it out of alive. Because you can kill characters in shows like this. It doesn't happen often. But you can't kill children in shows like this. That's just that just doesn't no, happen. You can make them disappear for a little while. Yes. And, yeah, I don't have yeah. any predictions of who's gonna die. I don't really think. I'm just excited to watch more. Mm-hmm. It's a fun show, man fun fun show oh also we have to say will started watching with us uh he watched many of the episodes with us he's not here for our review i think it's time to go charlie snorri all right we'll I think we're at the end how about this can i go and try and grab will get his takes on the season real quick no because i need him working on his scholarship essay oh <laughs> he's got to go to college he's got to uh, go to college <laughs> he needs money actually Anybody listening, if you have a little extra cash and you want to um, send it to the older brother in the family, you yeah. would love to have some cash. Just to go to email us money because you know how that works. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, he's working on it, Henry, right now. And we're going to let him work All right, on it. We're, we're going to let him work on that because he needs, he needs money. Um, <laughs> so weird to say. Who doesn't, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, but, yeah, overall, great season. Um, did you think it was better than season one? I, well, season one, it was new for me. There was no, like, rehash, rehash, or not much of it. So I can't say it was better than season one, but it pulled itself back out. Like, meaning that season one was good, and then I felt like it got a little repetitious, and then it pulled itself out. At the end. Yeah, in the middle, even. Yeah. Um, And then also, like, um... And it still is repetitive, but it's interesting enough. It's interesting enough to keep on going. Yeah. Uh, And just... Season one was so different as well. Like, we also talked about it at the end of season one. Like, all of season one, people are living under a curse, believing they are different people. At season two, everyone has come out of that curse. And that is a huge change. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that that nothing like that happened going into season three. They have a voyage. They have some things to do. There's some new characters. But, like, we just had, at the end of season one, a complete character like, reset. We got now we get to meet all these new characters at the beginning of the second season, so I think they're just really hard to compare overall. Right. Um, I don't think I can take one over the other. Uh, 
Yeah, that's why I think this journey to Neverland is really going to help mm-hmm. push. push yeah, especially with all this, like, world three. building in season one, and then just having to, like, how to work on that world in season two. They're just same show, but very different seasons. Yeah, and so probably this whole portal shift to Neverland, so that's going to be fun. That's intriguing. Mm-hmm, I'm excited intriguing. to go to Neverland. Are you excited to go to Neverland? I, I gotta tell you, if I could go to Neverland, like... Well... Not the Neverland <sighs> is existing right now. Well, not, not the Neverland in Once Upon a Time, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, my my social studies teacher um, asked. This was a while ago this year, but she asked, "What are three places like that you wish you could visit?" Um, and everybody's like, you know, Hawaii. I think I might have even told the story on the podcast before, but everybody's like, you know, Hawaii or Japan or like Italy or France or whatever. Uh, I put down um, Wakanda, Neverland, and like. Some place in Lord of the Rings, so <laughs> you know. <laughs> Did you get doing class, it right? Uh, well, it wasn't an assignment; it was just an icebreaker question. But uh, anyways, that yeah, I really wish I could go to Neverland. It's in my top three places to visit. Apparently. I think that's a perfect way to end this podcast because mm-hmm. we're gonna go to Neverland in season three. Although I didn't want to go, I wouldn't want to go to Neverland without you. I wouldn't want to never see you again. I'll be the Wendy. Okay, but you're also my mom, and that's kind of like a whole nother parallel <laughs> with Neverland. So, maybe not, but okay. uh, I, I wouldn't go to Neverland if it meant never seeing you again. Aw, so sweet. <laughs> so nice. I wouldn't go to a deserted island to never see my parents again. Yay, I'm such a good child. Um, <laughs> uh, you're pretty good. Yeah, but um, I feel like I've said, like, you know, good season of Once Upon a Time to wrap up every now, like, five times now and then i realized wait 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 there's more to talk about there's more to talk about but i think finally that was a good season of once upon a time and we'll see you next season of peanut pie to talk about the next season of once upon a time hopefully exactly uh oh my gosh do you want to just go ahead get started on season three let's do it let's do it season three episode one we're watching you now uh wait no we're not leaving we need to record an outro though uh once upon a time season two that was good All right, I was just abandoned for the outro, so I guess I'm alone now. Uh, thank you all for listening. It was fun to record this. Um, glad to be back. Um, it, what was it? A, a two-week break? Not that long. But, um, yeah, we'll see you guys uh, next week or next Monday for another episode of Peanut Pie. A lot of fun stuff coming. I'm pretty sure we're finally going to get that Legend of Korra episode done. Uh, we're going to review the first season of superhero TV show Smallville on Hulu with uh scott because that's been our new favorite show that we're watching together um all sorts of fun stuff is coming soon with peanut pie uh just just stay tuned thank you guys so much for listening if you have any feedback you can send it to the peanut pie guy at gmail.com um any messages you can go to um well voice messages you can go to anchor.fm slash peanut pie um yeah uh that's that's it oh you can join our email list as well that's all those links are in the description below. Uh, but we'll see you guys next week for um another episode of Peanut Pie. Goodbye.